Hello, this is the Cyber Swat Security Podcast, episode 50. My name is Salahuddin Amau, and I am pleased to welcome you on today's episode titled with the theme The Business of Trust. Cafe Press in Data Breach Cover Up, Phony Instagram Mills Impact Insurance Fame, and Ubisoft it's by cybersecurity incidents. The US Federal Trade Commission, FTC, have announced plans to slap Cafe Press with a $500,000 fine for a breach that affected over 23 million of its users. I'll be discussing this and today's theme on today's episode. Stay tuned. Welcome back on today's special episode. So, the FTC, that's the US Federal Trade Commission, have said they will find Cafe Press. Cafe Press is a custom t shirt and merchandise site. So, the FTC have announced plans that they will find the company with a $500,000 fine for a breach that affected over 23 million of its users so the company instead of informing customers about the data breach they instead closed the users accounts and charged them each a 25 dollar account closure fee the ftc explained that cafe press stored customers social security numbers and password reset answers in plain text and retained user data for longer than necessary as part of the proposed settlement cafe press will be required to implement multi-factor authentication minimize data collection and retention and encrypt social security numbers stored on its servers i mean what can i say this is this news report is quite preposterous as in how will you store users personally identifiable information in plain text it's, it's just wrong it is preposterous for you to do this in 2022 and they covered it up why why should you do that um you are supposed to report it to the to the regulatory agency just such as the ftc you didn't do that and your users 23 million of them you, you also didn't do that and you you want to get financial payments from these customers that is a betrayal of trust which is the title of today's team so this just going to show how some companies because probably maybe they are trying to cut costs or they are trying to um, they are trying to get their their profits they they tend to uh, forget about you know the security postures that they need to put in place to safeguard their users data so this is a lesson for 
companies and organization whether you are a big company or a small business doesn't matter in fact there are the reports or surveys out there that state that right now even companies that are not as big as you know the big four referring to like facebook apple uh, google you still have to you know safeguard users that are, you shouldn't stop security information in plain text you shouldn't stop personally identifiable information in plain text so hopefully other companies will learn from this and you know also inform customers because when you inform your customers or your users they too they'll be able to be careful of any new kind of phishing email that they receive such that they will not become victims of another breach on on a different account so the advice i'm going to give our listeners today is that you should ensure that you 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 know use a specific password or passphrase for your account and since we have many accounts out there online it might be best for you to use a password manager there are good password managers out there that can help you to manage your passwords and you, you won't have to you know remember all the unique password that you use for different sites so such that in the in the case of a data breach like in this case it will only be for that account that will be affected you, you won't have to be worried okay another account elsewhere has been breached just because you use the same password so moving on we have the news about uh, a phony instagram mail uh, it's a support mail that affected the insurance company so it was a phishing campaign disguised as originating from instagram technical support that was used to steal login credentials from employees of the insurance company uh, based in New York. So uh, last last week Wednesday, it was reported that the attack back bypassed Google's email security by using a valid domain name, although the email had grammar spelling and capitalization errors including spelling instagram support with a capital l and the email itself coming from membership form at outlook.com.tr which is based in Turkey. the researchers said that despite these misspellings it clearly demonstrates that people are not seeing anything more than the word membership form before clicking on the link so Clearly, this was a phishing campaign that um, employees of, of the insurance company uh, fell for, and thus they were a victim of email phishing. So uh, it just goes on to show that you know companies must you know train their employees regarding this kind of phishing campaign. There will always be situations whereby. Uh, malicious attackers out there in being crafty and creative they will tend to want to use um, methods like this create a new domain name and change one letter so where you're supposed to have the letter i 
you have it as L with, with capital L or maybe one. And in fact, with the email address, they also put those information. And sometimes the email can be crafted in such a way that it, there will be no spellings and it will look authentic. But it's only from seeing red flags in like the email address, the spelling, the um, the inf- the message that the uh, email is driving at that you kind of discover that oh no this this is uh, this is fake. So and that's why companies organizations must train their users from time to time so that they are updated with the new crafty way that an attacker out there is using to get to unsuspecting employees so um i hope we could learn from this so i will also talk about uh lastly um, ubisoft so ubisoft is a game company and they were eat by a cyber security incident that is how they described it so on their website um, they mentioned that they got hit by a cybersecurity incident which caused a temporary disruption to some of their games, systems and services. Um, they went on to say, and I quote, our IT teams are working with leading external experts to investigate the issue as a precautionary measure we initiated a company-wide password reset. Also, we can confirm that all our games and services are functioning normally and that at this time, there's no evidence any player personal information was accessed or exposed as a byproduct of this incident. That's for me, is just a complete um, PR, public relations statement. There's no information about what actually happened as in what is this so-called cyber security incident that happened and there's no information about whether play uh, players that is their customers were affected they claim that they were not affected how do we know that they were not affected so it's just complete nonsense in my opinion you, you shouldn't do this. It's just like the case of the cover-up. They are a bit similar. But here Ubisoft is um, putting out a statement talking about the incidents without talking about the incidents. <laughs> so, and I'm sure probably their legal advisors or major uh, shareholders may have been given that advice that, okay, we have to put it this issue this way. We don't want to cause panic. We don't want to cause um, so much hula baloo in on the cyberspace. So let us just put out a statement like this without giving a lot of details, which to some extent it it could work, but um, you know, depending on what actually happened, on the details of what actually happened. There might be repercussions, there might be consequences that Ubisoft might bear later. And in 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 their history, 
they've actually experienced this kind of breach in which data have been stolen. Also, in, uh, last uh, in the last two weeks or so, we have companies like um, Samsung and Nvidia that were affected by an attack from an hacking group, and they disclosed what happened. So, why Ubisoft took this pathway in describing an incident as cyber security incidents is only known to them. So probably they are trying to protect the blowback from you know from the players about what actually happened. So they said they issued a um, password reset for their employees. So and this brings us to today's theme titled the business of trust. So I am for this team. I ch- I chose this team because I'm looking at the cover up of data breach, which I, I explained with the news about the um, merchandise company in the beginning of this episode of, of this podcast, and now uh, Ubisoft. Because for me, it's a cover up. You are not actually stating what happened. So you might later inform the regulatory agencies based on your investigation with your external experts as uh, as it was stated in the statement but there's no information so you, you are not telling us whether someone logged into your network and stole this your staff credentials as the username and password neither are you saying whether it's it was the reason why the incident occurred is because maybe a, a, an employee left a sensitive database uh, exposed on the internet. So it could be anything. Sharing some more information will be helpful because you, you, apart from that you are informing your players, everyone will know that okay, this is what actually happened and this is what you are actually doing to strengthen your security. So for me, as I said, it's a cover up. So in fact, if at the end of the day, um, some players are affected, they have the right to sue them. And uh, this brings to my attention an incident that happened in uh, about nine years ago, to be exact, 2013, with a company called Target. Target was hacked and it cost the company about 300 million dollars in data breach lawsuits and this is despite that the fact that they had a 1.6 million dollars malware detection system in place so the difference between targets and ubisoft here now is that they that targets actually disclosed what's happened and Further investigation revealed that it was their fault because, um, according to the reports at the time, they mentioned that okay, they discovered the the breach, uh, but failed to take action, uh, um, and this is the reason why they were affected with a lot of lawsuits. So yes, this affected the, the reputation, the business reputation of of um, targets. But at the same time, by disclosing what happened, they, they, are, they, are, they are taking the right, they took the right steps 
in recovering from the incident. So I mentioned it cost the company almost 300 million and in data breach uh, lawsuits. That incident actually affected almost um, millions of people, let me put it that way. So, and personally identifiable information, uh, email address, credit card information, we are affected. So, this is a quite different, uh, different approach to responding to uh, an incident. And this way, you, you can rebuild your trust because it is all about um, what happened, about talking about what happened and how did you take care of it. So, it's not a case of just saying, okay, um, we aren't going to say anything. Because by doing that, you are. Are, are not shedding light on what occurred and if there is a consequence that victims are going to bear the bear they need to be prepared for it and um, I'll I bring a third company in comparison with these two companies Ubisoft and Target and as um, Uber Uber in 20 18, they were affected by a data breach that um, impacted their drivers and customers, almost 40 million users, and that was for customers in 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 the um, in America and also in Canada. And at the time, there was an argument that whether the data thefts that affected that was. Um, that occurred during that data breach would be a risk to their customers. So, at the time, they they, they decided not to inform their customers about the the data breach because they felt that the customers would not be affected by it, and they only proceeded to, you know, provide uh, fraud protection for those customers that may be affected by it. But the fact was that it was confirmed that personal data was stolen. So, and when personal data is stolen, depending on who stole that data, there's always a risk of significant harm to potential victims. So, thankfully, all in all, with these three companies that I have kind of talked about, is um they, they are they, they are kind of trying to save their business um, reputation the company's reputation you know shareholders are trying to save the company's reputation from being in tatas but the fact is that it is how you um, respond to the incidents that will show okay if you have concern for your customers if you really have concern for people that are affected by such data breach and that's where you now start taking the first initial steps to restoring confidence that is restoring consumer confidence and then you can now get your trust back because we live in a time now that it doesn't really pay to you know hide things like that that have happened because there are consequences for what has happened and that's the reason why they are fines and you have 
know the gdpr laws that ensures that okay if there's a data breach and a company doesn't you know um state what that this data breach has happened or it is found out that they are the cause of it they will pay fines because you the laws the legislations are there such that you take the security posture seriously and also you have a yeah, an incident recovery plan in place in case there is a situation whereby um, an incident occurs so in a in, in overall in summary the business of trust is something that okay organizations must take seriously in the sense that if you want to really keep your consumers trust uh, intact you must be willing to share and when i say share it's not like okay you are, you are trying to share um intellectual property or trade secrets no but you know you kind of share okay this is what we are doing this is the kind of security posture that we, we can offer and and more also um you want to be in a in a position whereby you are in a position of strength with your customers so yes okay maybe a data breach has occurred and there, there could be consequence for it consequence that one customer or the other can become a victim but because you have been open and and you have been transparent <laughs> the word transparent can be can be a business term sometimes but i'm going to use it here you are being open about what has happened you are being honest let's use that word that word is much more better it helps it goes a long way because it shows that you are prepared to make amends you are prepared to, you know to take um recovery actions like okay later on making sure that your employees are, are better trained um and then by by the time you are handling the situation in the press you you um you undo it better so like for instance uber after um, as, um not uber targets after the incident occurred in 2013 they later on um, released statements public information about okay the security posture they've put in place you know like okay, ensuring that they are um administrative operational systems are separate from you know air conditioning units because the the arc actually was from an air conditioning unit that was connected to the network but we can always discuss why the data breach occurred in another podcast in the future so what i just want to end with is that we should you know be honest about a data breach as organizations because the people that have that you have their data in your in your in your care have the right to know and that's the reason why you have to report on time and you don't end up covering up like cafe press for instance that went on to even charge their customers for closure of account so we hope that organizations will be able to you know 
keep the business of trust intact with their customers, with their shareholders, with their partners, such that there will be an harmonious relationship and you, you don't end up losing customers. So that will be the end of today's um, episode of Cyber Smart Security Podcast. As I mentioned in the beginning, it's the 50th, 50th, 50th episode. <laughs> and i'm very happy that okay i've been able to do this 50 times and hope to be able to do it another 50. also i haven't forgotten cyber smart talk series is still going to uh, begin uh the first episode is going to be um something about why get cyber smart and i actually wrote a, a write-up for it and to be based on that right of which i'm also going to share such that if you, you if, you, if you want to read the article you can go on to read it or uh, you can listen to the uh, to the episode so i'm open to questions comments and uh, suggestions regarding your thoughts on this um, recent episode episode 50 and also subsequently for the cyber smart talk series uh, episode that will be out soon hopefully this week <laughs> finally because i've been talking about it and i've yet to release it but hopefully this week so i'm going to have a chance to listen to it but for now do share this um episode of cyber smart security podcast with your colleagues um, loved ones and everyone thank you for listening and get cyber smart security get cyber smart about security today <laughs>